Welcome to the Amazing Truth Podcast, a podcast where we focus on real issues and have real talk, and as always, provide a biblical perspective. We hope that you will be blessed as you listen. Hello and welcome to the Amazing Truth Podcast. It's yet another episode and we're glad that you have joined us and uh, we we pray that you'll be blessed as you listen. So for the Amazing Truth Minute, we'll focus today on Matthew chapter 6 and verse 14. And it says, If you forgive men their trespasses, your Heavenly Father will also forgive you. You see, forgiveness is something many of us struggle with because it is contrary, contrary to our nature. Most of us prefer mercy for ourselves and judgment for those who sin against us. But the Bible insists God's people are called to forgive. So when Jesus was preaching the Sermon on the Mount, he said, If you forgive men their trespasses, your Heavenly Father will forgive you, will also forgive you. An unforgiving attitude demonstrates we have a poor understanding of the grace, mercy, and forgiveness the Lord has extended to us. All people have fallen short of the glory of God, according to Romans uh, 6.23, and every person needs forgiveness. So when we are mindful of how much it costs for God to forgive our sins, it makes it much easier to extend forgiveness to those who have hurt us. As recipients of God's mercy, we should be grateful for the grace of God, for what for the grace of God has shown us, and uh, we should be quick to forgive other people. So my prayer to you is that find that flower of forgiveness in you, and reach out, reach out. First of all, reach out to reach out to God, and God will give you the strength to forgive those that have trespassed against you as the Lord forgives you for trespassing against him. This is the Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook at The Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Real issues, real talk. So Ken, this year, the subject of uh, this podcast is Reflections of 2020. What have you learned? How have you grown? Not as just as Christians, but as people. You know, 2020 has been a year to remember. A year of ups and downs. A year that came with losses and wins. For many, it has been filled with mishaps, anger, distrust in the government's capabilities. For some, it has taught us life lessons that we should never, that we would never have learned if we never experienced them. It has kept us on our toes, always thinking about what is next and what is to come. Mm -hmm. This year has pushed us to rely on a higher power because we have realized that we have no control of what happens in society. None whatsoever can. None whatsoever. We now have a no choice but to now recap on what has occurred. And that's why we're discussing about uh, reflections of 2020. Right. The ups and the downs. We have to ponder on what to leave in this year or what to bring into the coming year, 2021. 2021. The year of promise, my brother. Yeah. And that voice you're hearing is Kefa. Kefa Onyangore, my co-host. Well, it's 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 good to have you. 
It's good to have you. I should have led with an introduction, but we, yeah, you know the voice. That's Kefa, and you, like you've said, you've said it rightly. I mean, it's it's been a. I feel like it's been a long and short year at the same time, and I think we 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 need to take whatever we need to take that was positive, that was enriching, and take it with us in 2021. And everything that was negative, unfulfilling, and edifying. I think we we no, I don't. I think I. I believe that we should just fold them up together and leave them in 2020. You know, what someone said a funny thing, you know, when we do the when times fall back and <laughs> you know, someone was saying we don't need an extra hour of 2020. It's been a long year, so mm. it's been a long year. So that's why we're here to to reflect, you know, the highs, the lows and the in-betweens. There are those moments where you, you know, you're not sure what it was if it's high, it's low. So those moments to ponder on that as well. Exactly. And you know, life is all about being molded. And during this life, you always have ups and downs. Those are inevitable. You can never run away from that. And you know, can some of us we sometimes go into a deep hole where we don't feel as if you know, this life has nothing to offer us. You know, we we kind of get into a very depressed state. And that happened this year too, you know. And being that uh, we're humans, we either complain or say this year was a waste but with every year there's something to learn there's a silver lining on everything yeah, and true. it has molded you to to have that character that you have right now so that's why it's important for us to look back as to what has occurred can mm-hmm. and now think about our future mm-hmm. in this world that's 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 the most mm-hmm. important thing the future so let me let me ask you something did you so do you feel like 2020 has been beneficial to your life and maybe what what are, what were the best moments for you in 2020 so far you know this year was different than others because it felt as if our freedom was stripped away from us because one moment we were walking around freely and then on the other side the government was like okay now shut down stay at home and the events that led up to that was quite you know uncanny and it was definitely unprecedented we have never had that type of experience in our lives we've always had some type of freedom so you know like i said earlier with everything we can choose to complain but we know that everything happens for a reason yeah can mm-hmm. you're born for a reason mm-hmm. you're here talking on this podcast for a reason i am also born for a reason so now how has this year benefited you you know sometimes you can think about the bad things but how has this life impacted you what has been the best moments to you can yeah for me i think uh, i want to say that uh 2020 i mean it was it, it threw a curveball you know mm-hmm. um when we when we were at GYC 20 uh was it 2020 yeah. in Kentucky was it Kentucky i think it was in Kentucky it was in Kentucky yes yeah you know there's those plans that you make you know the resolutions and uh 2020 looked like a year that will be very very fruitful according to our plans mm-hmm. right but obviously god had a god knew what was going to happen but and it was it was uncertain i didn't we didn't I, for personal i didn't know what to expect you know it, it reaches february march you know and you're you're locked down there's this uh it was an epidemic then there's this pandemic coming through and i've lived through maybe there was h1n1 there was ebola there was sars there was uh, bad flu so i've lived through those i mean i wasn't affected like personally you know like like this one has when you're locked down and you your your life is curtailed so i thought this would be 
you know, one of those years where it comes, it's in China, it's in it's in whatever it is, India, and then it comes and it goes and doesn't affect us. But then it 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 hit, it hit home when we were told to go home, stay home, and do this. So that gave me an opportunity to kind of think of where I am in terms of things that I wanted to do. And one of the things, the best moments for me would have been actually the uh, to the podcast itself. Mm-hmm. The podcast was mm-hmm. one of the best moments for me is to, you know, I, now I felt I can, now I can put my mind to it. I can avoid the distractions. I can take time and I can pray to God and it can, can ask, it can allow me to to start this podcast. Another thing too that the best moments for me was, or has been spending time with family. Yeah, you know, it. You know, we are we are we are used to getting up and going, and then see see. Well, see you in the evening. But now you wake <laughs> up, your kids are there, your 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 your, your significant other is there. You mm. know, but so you don't know. So I think, and I, it, there was a cloud. I didn't know how you know this was going to happen. But then spending time with the kids, spending time with family, and that that's been I think one of the best moments. And I know peop- some people will think of it differently, mm-hmm. but I think that's for me those are the two best moments for me in 2020. What about you? You know, Ken, the one thing that 2020 has taught me is to rely on God more than ever. Yes, I'm a spiritual person, mm-hmm. but I always believe that God is looking out for me. And you know, also how this fast-paced life hit a hit the brakes. It slowed down. We were able to now just relax. You know, one moment you're running to work, running to church, running to school, running to whatever, the bank, but now you get to just sit at home, right? You're like, take breathe. a deep breath. Yeah. And that kind of stood out to me because I was very, you know, involved in the church. I was a youth leader. I was also very involved in my family's life, always getting my mom their medicine, my dad his uh, clothes, whatever, going to the steam press, doing so many things for my family and for the church that I had no me time at all, you know? So it actually, it gave me some time to now actually visualize, you know, how my life should be. And, you know, to many, they'll be like, Kefa, why don't you just go to country living? Move out of the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, if life is too fast paced, mm-hmm. go and live in the countryside. Right. But you know what, Ken? Mm-hmm. I feel as if I was put in the city life for a reason. My purpose has not been fulfilled yet. And yes, maybe one day God will be like, okay, now it's time. Mm-hmm. Go to the countryside, go to the mountain. But for now, there are people here in this world, in this city, your next door neighbor, mm-hmm. they don't know anything about Christ. Or nevertheless, they don't have any hope in their life. Yeah. Maybe even bring them a bucket of uh, tomatoes, something. You know, my mom, my mom is an angel in my opinion. And I'm pretty sure you think of your mom as an angel as well. Of course. But... Uh, she would bring tomatoes to the neighbors. And I'd always ask mom, why are you bringing tomatoes to the neighbors? Some of them don't even use tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. But to my mom, she's like, well, you never know. And some would leave it on the doorstep and others would take it mm-hmm. without even looking back. Right? Yeah. It's just something that small. It's not like, just it's not about the tomatoes. Yeah. It's about the service. Your mom looks at it as a service. It's exactly. not about if they eat it or not. It's about mm. the service. Yeah. And it's about the thought process. Mm-hmm. Okay? They're living there. Some of them have lost their jobs. Yeah. But now they feel as if there's an angel looking out for them. Mm-hmm. You have done them a great service. And now they'll start asking questions. Who cares about me? In this individualistic culture, we have lost touch of community. Yeah. Yeah. And I think COVID and the lockdowns haven't made it um, easier because now, you know, we were used to, you know, talking and meeting. And then so that there was that still that sense of community. 
Now, when we were locked down, I mean, everybody, the individualistic nature of people kind of came through. You know, okay, now I don't have to talk to you. I don't have to interact with you. So the, we've lost that sense of community. And I think it has affected many people differently. Or sometimes, it, even in the negative way, you know, I think of myself as an extrovert. I like to be out there just to talk, social, you know, if you socialize or do, but then when you're hunkered down, <laughs> you don't have anybody to talk to. It was hard. It's hard. So some people that affected them, you know, kind of in a negative way. And it doesn't matter. And can you write? It doesn't matter if you're an introvert or an extrovert. You know, introverts are now saying, now I can flourish. I right. can be at home by myself. Mm-hmm. But whether you like it or not, you love being around people. Yeah. You like physical touch. Yeah. If I watched this documentary one time and this monkey was taken away from his mom. And he was so stressed. He was like, man, I want to touch something. I want to be around my mom. I can't just live in this cage by myself. You know? And this is a monkey. It has not been given the mind to reason like us humans. Yeah. But they still appreciate human ch- touch. So definitely COVID-19 or whatever, you know. Or 2020. Or 2020, whatever, 20, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It has made you feel as if now I'm closed down. Yeah. I need to stay at home. I need to watch Netflix. I need to chill. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you need to open up. Yeah, and I think when you say it's, that there's introverts and extroverts, there's you need that balance. Although some of us like to socialize and we we like to you know interact and do that. There's times where you want to re- you know retreat and just be by yourself and just. So I think when it was for for introverts, I would say that being by yourself is good. They love that, but then there's that balance. Some you need to get out and and and, and do things now. What about the worst moments, Kefa? What were the worst moments for of of twenty twenty? Okay, I'll be honest and uh, I'll be quite frank with you, Ken. Church closing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you on that. One. You know, I have never felt like this before. Yeah, I never miss church, and even if I miss church, it had to be something excruciating. You know, my parents would make it, you know, something that you have to do in the sense as if if you miss church, it's not good for you. It's not good for your health, you know? <laughs> so actually the one time I missed church, Ken, I was very sick. I was to the point I couldn't move. <laughs> but I'm telling you, Ken, if my parents had a wheelchair, they would have dragged me to church. church. <laughs> <laughs> they would have wheeled you to church. They would have wheeled me to church against my will. Why? Because church is yeah. where you find happiness. Think about it this way. I'll give you an analogy. And this is not to offend anybody, but just walk with me. A bar, Right? To many, it's a place where you go and socialize and drink. But the church was that way to me, in the sense that I go there and socialize. But instead of drinking alcohol, I drink from the water of life, Amen. which is Jesus Christ. So that means that uh, I'm never thirsty after I leave the church. I feel as if I don't want to leave. Yeah. Actually, I get dragged out of church. Yeah. They're like, Kefa, come home, come and eat. Why? Because... Once you find your happiness, you feel as if that if that's taken out, if that's taken away from you, it's like a part of you has been taken away. Yeah, wow. I I think and, and I'm with you on that in terms of church. I think church is a place where you know you go and you 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 enrich yourself with the word of God and you uh, that's which which is the most important thing. But I think that sense again that sense of fellowship, it's very it's it's huge. It's a, it's an important part of life. So I think to me too that that congregation the congregational uh setting mm-hmm. that that uh where you can sing even s- simple things as 
you know, a lesson discussion with 10 people in the class. I mean, that's yeah. huge, you know, right now we have Zoom and we do all those things, but it doesn't, it's not the same as looking at people, like now I'm looking at you, that facial expression, you know, that's, the, so that was the worst part. And I think outside of that too, I mean, we've seen cases of, you know, the people that have, have died of COVID, you know, that's, that's another thing that, and our hearts go out to the families who have been affected either, you know, by death or are sick. So I think that's those are the worst moments. I think when when we hit these milestones, you know, a hundred thousand people dead, or two hundred thousand people dead, three hundred thousand people dead, and now they're saying it could be more. I think those, when I look at those families and and how they are, they are being affected, I mean that's 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 the worst moment. And I was listening to to the radio well, last week, and uh, there were someone called, and they, you know they were talking about how you know, they've been affected uh, by COVID. And this gentleman said that he lost his brother. Mm. And, and the worst, I mean, he knew, you know, they couldn't visit them. They couldn't talk to them, even at the point where they lost their brother. They were not there with them. And he said something very important, something striking. He said, the the worst, obviously, obviously losing a brother, that's, that's the worst thing. I mean, that's the worst. But the thing that affected him the most is he did not know what number his brother was when he died. Wow. And I think to him, that was the closure. He wanted to know, oh, my brother was uh, the person, I had the 130,000th person that died. Mm. He wanted to know that. That's So I think we take for granted these things, but and we, we are quick to say condolences, our prayers go out to you. But if you're in it, like for him, when he said that, he said, that's, that's what he wanted. He just wants to know what number was he. And you said a key word there, milestone, 100,000 deaths. Mm-hmm. 200,000 deaths. Those are not good milestones. Those are not good milestones. Those are not positive milestones. When people are dying, there's a gap mm-hmm. in this earth. There was somebody who had five kids. There was somebody who had 10 kids. There's somebody who had a family around him, mm-hmm. cousins, relatives. And now he has left them or she has left them unattended. Right. And nobody forecasted this to happen. It just came about. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you said, death has a terrible sting yeah yeah so i lost family members so i know how it is with covid so if you're somebody listening to this and uh somebody around you has uh, died from covid just know that uh there is still a future and take heart heart. we love you this podcast loves you so uh speaking of i think we speaking of uh the pandemic um and that thing that's the main subject of 2020 that's what has highlighted uh 2020 i mean in in not not in a good way so what what were your thoughts um as of covid-19 or coronavirus when you first heard that it was now in the states you know honestly around march i think february when i heard about it it was in china i said oh man this must be fake news and you know if a fox supporter was listening to me he would be like you're probably watching too much cnn yeah you know, <laughs> you know, if if it was somebody who watches Fox News, I'd be like, man, stop watching CNN. But honestly, I never thought it would be this bad, Ken. I never thought it would become rampant like this. I never thought it would ravage America. It would change the face of the world. I never knew a sickness can really change people's mentalities. I never knew that a sickness can break families. I never knew. Me, I was cracking jokes about it. I was posting memes. Mm. And you know, sometimes we lose touch of reality as humans. We fail to realize that uh, at any moment, 
things can change. Yeah. And personally, once I I saw what it is, honestly, you, you at that point you could say that uh, I was kind of following Trump's ideas. I was saying it will it will just vanish. Yeah, it's it's like a flu. You know, you kind of get bought into that uh, mindset. Right. But obviously, that is far from the truth. That's far from the truth. Yeah. And my my thoughts were like you said, oh, it's 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 in China or whatever it is. It's far. They these things never get to us. And one thing that my mind went back to Africa. I was like, what if this thing hits Africa? I wasn't even thinking about it. You know, affecting us here where we are. I was like, what if it hits Africa? The poor, un, uh, um, unprivileged countries, the third world countries, this is, this is going to ravage them. But I never thought that it would reach home. And so my thoughts were, I'm like, what is, I couldn't understand what this was. I wasn't even thinking about death or I was like, what, what, what is this? What is this? And then th- I think things mm-hmm. just spiraled down faster than everybody expected. I remember we had a conference the beginning of March in Minneapolis, and that's when the first uh, case in Minnesota was announced. And we were almost uh, an excess of over 5,000 people in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. And we didn't seem to care about it. You know, people were, you know, we were afraid. But now that I'm thinking about it, it was like, that's, we were lucky. And God protected us from, from catching it at that time. So it was, it was something that was unbelievably, true but it actually came true um what changed in your personal life as covid19 grew rampant in my personal life i would say that uh obviously they started telling me that you know you can't uh, work from you know the site you have to work from home mm-hmm. so i had to work from home and you know how that is is that uh, you'd wake up get in the office and you work from home doing your studies or whatever you're doing at home so everything was drawing us to stay at home so actually my parents became my best friends that's beautiful isn't it yes very beautiful (laughs) you know i would sit down and talk to my dad for 30 minutes to an hour and we'll talk about just whatever kenyan news uh, biblical things whatever whatever's current we'll even talk about what don lemon said last night whatever but we'll just sit there and you feel this calmness in you. You never knew your parents had that type of personality in their, in their lives. But you forget to realize they were just young. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously I grew closer to my parents, but my friends, we grew distant. I'll tell you why I can. I'm not a good texter. Not a good caller. I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, Ken, you're my, uh, you're, you're my witness. Yeah. But uh, I'm a person, when I see you, we hit it off. I see you just right there. We talk for 30 minutes nonstop. Yeah. And I feel comfortable. Why? Because I'm a personal person. You know, this business of saying hi, bye, six feet distance. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> right. You know, right. I like it when I see you, Ken, I give you a bro hug. Yes. Or when I see a lady, yeah. I give them a hug. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm a physical person. Right. Actually, one of my friends texted me uh, mid-COVID and was like, Kafa, I know you're suffering. Mm-hmm. Like, what? What do you mean? It's like, And she was like, I know you like physical touch. You like being around somebody. You like hanging out with people. Because you're such a, a, an outgoing person. Mm-hmm. And I said, you're right. <laughs> you know me very, very well. And obviously, my personal life took a, a hit, right. I would say. Yeah. How about your mental health? Did that take a hit? Personally, it did not as much because I had a family. Right. 
but definitely loneliness can drift in your mind right yeah. when you feel as if uh nothing is happening everything is just going on slow motion yeah early in this podcast i said that uh, i liked how it moved from a fast paced life to a slow paced life but at some point that got kind of tired that fast i'm sorry to say if you're hearing this you can tell what i mean yeah is yeah. that uh you definitely like that it slowed down right. but it's too slow You want it to just speed up just a little just a bit. Little bit yeah. Not too much, but just a little <laughs> I, bit. I, I hope you're not going to see, you're, you're not searching out there for a fast paced life. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> adrenaline. But yeah, I mean it 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 it, it affected people personally. But your personal life, I think um you know, you're not used to being with your family for that long. And it's it can either go really good or go really bad. And mm-hmm. we've seen cases of uh divorce rises and cases of mental health because people are at home and they're hunkered down. Think of someone who lives in a one bedroom apartment and has three kids and they're in there 12 hours a day. Mm-hmm. You know that 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 is different. So I I grew closer to my family as well, you know, mm-hmm. and and work life uh, we'll talk about how your work life was impacted. I think um with the the work I do it uh it got it, it increased the the workload because now people are being affected mentally people are being affected financially so the workload kind of got but i thank god that you no know, the government stepped in and has helped wherever it could help you know the state has helped wherever it could help so i think uh work life it's it's a delicate balance of whether you know because people are being affected and that that's that makes it a, a big a big exactly, what about exactly me personally in regards to my work life I like working from home. Allianz, that's my company. If you're hearing this, I like working from home. <laughs> <laughs> Don't open up anytime soon. You know, can I wake up to my mama singing hymns in the mother tongue? Just singing. It's like you wake up and hear birds chirping, you know? Just beautiful music. And then you wake and then you eat breakfast, home cooked. Not that you run to the microwave <laughs> on your way out. <laughs> you know, home right. cooked food. Yes. And then you go and work for a couple of hours, you come down to a a lunch, a feast. A feast of kings. You are blessed, my brother. And you know, <laughs> obviously you can tell I'm a last born. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you like sitting close to your parents. You see, uh, they feed you. <laughs> I uh parents I if you're hearing this please let this man cook one or two nights. Uh you know mom really takes care of me right. and I felt as if uh even though I'm not around my coworkers and my colleagues at work I feel that I'm at I'm at peace at home. I have my own space. You know, I can just you know obviously it comes with great responsibility yeah. but definitely I feel as if I get more work done at home. Now the only negative I'll say one negative is that I'm not able to hang around with uh, my colleagues. Yeah. You know, not able to crack jokes. Yeah. I work in a, an environment where I speak with people on a daily basis. We talk about our financial products, variable annuities, fixed annuities. And there's some callers who get really rude. They tell you supervisor now. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> We just t- started talking. Can I get a hello? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm guilty of that. I've done that a few times. <laughs> I know some of you guys can say, "Okay, you caught me red-handed, Kevin." 
Oh man. And you're like, man, this was a tough call. And usually at that point, you start you stand up and be like, man, that was brutal. You heard that, right? They were like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that's not there. That's the only negative. That's the only one. So <laughs> when you're at home and someone says that, you go I hope you go look for mama, don't you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Love mama. Ah, good. You know me too well. <laughs> speaking of that, speaking of speaking of 30 minutes, uh we I think we we let's let's take a break. You know, we, like you said, you can speak 30 minutes non-stop and we just did that. So let's let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll look at now um will life ever be the same again? The Amazing Truth Podcast. Real issues, real talk. This is the Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook at the Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Real issues, real talk. So right before we get back to the the topic of reflections 2020 uh we want to highlight a few things that we're going to we're going to look forward to in 2021 we have a we this is the the kind of the season finale or part one of the season finale of season one we just wrapped up uh this is going to be 13 episodes season one i never thought we'd get there careful but we did and um it's it's been a it's been a journey it's been a um uh, It's been a remarkable journey and I I thank God that we we have those uh loyal listeners you know yourselves you those that listen and text and say I've listened to it or when we haven't posted like we didn't post for a while you're like hey where where are those episodes we want to thank those people and we want you to follow us on the social media pages Facebook um the amazing truth podcast Instagram the amazing truth podcast and you can listen as well just go listen share this uh podcast like like it and uh on facebook you can also you can also ask you know or you can also request some topics that you want us to 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 highlight and talk talk about um and and if you, there's a guest that you you want to come through just uh let us know send us an email at theamazingtruthpodcast@gmail.com and if you want to be a guest here please also reach out to us and we'll be happy we'll be happy to have you in and come and talk. Uh, it sometimes it's boring look mm-hmm. like careful all the time. And then I'm just kidding. <laughs> so yeah, I'll reach out and talk about, you know, say what if there's any topics that you want to. So in 2021 we're going to be we're going to do things differently. Uh we are we are planning a lot of good things in 2021. Uh we'll talk about very real issues, you know, sexuality. We'll talk about mental health. We'll do personal stories. We'll sit here and have uh, guests, even us as hosts, talk about personal stories that have impacted us negatively. We'll start with the negative ones, and then we'll bring it up to the positive ones. So we'll, there's a lot to look forward to in 2021, and we hope that you will join us and still support the Amazing Truth Podcast. This is the Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook at the Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Real issues, real talk. 
All right, we are back. We are back. Uh, the second part of this, uh, we're looking at Reflections 2020, the highs, the lows, and the in-betweens. And we've talked about COVID and, and how it has impacted us. We've talked about the best moments. Um, so, Kefa, uh, I want us to kind of uh, um, focus a little bit more on, on the youths. I know you are, you're a young man. I'm a young man at heart as well. So are youths becoming more lost with this pandemic still persisting? Now, the first thing before we dive into that, let's figure out what last means. So last, in my opinion, in the worldly perspective, is getting more familiar with the world instead of the matters dealing with God. They are in turn losing touch of reality. So to answer your question, absolutely they are. And why do I say that? So instead of the Bible being the manual and Jesus being their best friend, Twitter is now becoming their manual and TikTok. Yeah, you heard it from me. TikTok. Well, what's TikTok? It's a, it's a site <laughs> where you go and watch videos and you just scroll down and you keep on watching more and more short clips of dances, funny videos. Oh, I, wish, I wish Ezra was here. <laughs> we are old. <laughs> so TikTok is becoming your best friend. Right. And you know, obviously, it's not bad that uh, you're listening to you know, Twitter or you're watching TikTok videos, but are you really in tune with reality? And I've seen many youth get into depression, sadness. They feel as if they're not in touch with who they are. And uh, if you really think about it, is that uh, I've heard many stories of youth saying, what's the point of living? What's the point of continuing? I feel as if I can't even hang out with my friends. And you know, the church was a place for them to come and socialize, to hang around. Or even it may have been school, or even it may have been whatever, you know, whatever social gathering that they were able to do now, they have to stay at home. And you know, one thing is that uh, when you're young, you don't like your parents. Ken, when you were 13, oh, 14, right. yep. you were going, you were butting heads to head with right. your, with, with your yeah. dad or your mom. Correct. And rightfully so, because you feel as if you have a good head on your shoulders and your parents don't. <laughs> you're, 13, <laughs> you're, you're 13 going on 40. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you feel like you, you have gone yeah. through life. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So now, you're forced to stay with your parents. You have no choice, Ken. You have to be there. But instead of talking to your parents, what do you do? You go to your tw TikTok, which is your best friend, yeah. and you go to Twitter, which is your manual. And I'm truly praying for the youths. Wow. Uh, so social media has been, has, has turned out to be that place where now that's where we gather. And I think the the where where we go wrong, and I want I don't want to say youths. I think most of us where we go wrong is we we uh, we 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 equate social media to how our lives are supposed to be. So if I don't get a few likes, if I don't get if I don't ex I get get as many likes as I hoped for, then it it have, that is a reflection of who people think I am. And I think that's where it affects uh, us the most. I don't want to say youth, I need us the most. That if I don't get what I expect from a social media thing, then I get, I get. And I think uh, now with the pandemic and social media becoming mm -hmm. now the place where we can meet. Exactly. You know, the, our minds have been tuned to say, okay, now that's my world. That's the world. That's the world. That's what people should, you know? So it, it it's yeah. difficult. It's like, uh, this is my life. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Now, if you take away social media from me, then I'm not me. Right. I'm not Kefa. Right. Or I'm not Ken. Right. You've taken my life away from me. And uh, at this moment of your life, if you're a youth listening to this, you may be in a deep hole. You may be in a time where you think that you're walking on quicksand. There's no way out. But there's a verse from Isaiah chapter 40, verse 1 and 2. And it reads here, Ken. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on rock and gave me a firm place to stand. So right now, being that you're facing this reality of the social media or Netflix or Hulu or whatever it may be, or YouTube, you may be getting into these deep holes where you're watching things that you're not supposed even to watch or you're looking at things that are disgraceful to your eyes. It's okay, we've been there. And sometimes even the older people get into those holes. But what you need to know is that you can come out and God will lift you out. And also he will set you on the rock. Now guess who's the rock? Jesus Christ. The chief cornerstone that the builders rejected. And now you've been given a place to stand and you stand with your head high. So if you're youth in 2020, and you've gone through the tough times, depression, anxiety, anger, distrust, you feel that like there's no hope, just know there's hope and there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to say too that um, I think the other thing that youths have been really affected by and with COVID is uh, the, school, the school culture. You know, uh, going full online. I think uh, I was reading... Uh, an article, I think, in one of the school districts that the grades have gone down. You know, the grades have really declined. The grades, school grades, because you know, home distance learning and that sense of meeting together has really affected uh, kids as well. Um, before we, I think we've focused a lot on COVID. I think there was a, a very important event that happened also, uh, the George Floyd uh, incident that happened. Just briefly, how 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 did that affect you? Oh, personally personally as a young person looking at the incident actually i never watched the video but what those cops did to uh, george floyd is inhumane of course and uh, definitely it's against the law right mm-hmm. so as somebody who tries to abide by the law and tries to keep the law definitely you, you have a bad taste in your mouth right. this is not how life should be and obviously it's to a black man not saying it does not happen to white people but obviously, black people are seen as the lower of the totem pole in society. It's been that way since slavery. Mm-hmm. So being that you're a black person looking at this and you're undermined already, you don't like seeing that. That makes you angry. So people went out there and peacefully protested. They went to ask for their rights to be upheld. And rightfully so. You as a human being, you've been given a mind to come up with a way to not fight, but uh, to protest of inhumane acts. And I myself also went out there and uh, we sang Mm -hmm. hymns. We walked where uh, George Floyd was murdered and we paid our respects to George Floyd because he is a human and we love him. Now to his family, definitely they are hurting. Seeing your dad being kneeled upon 
for I don't know I think it was nine minutes. That is not right. So it's sad. It's sad. Yeah. But uh, we hope that uh, this next year will bring about a change and people mentalities would change to the reality of life that we're all equal. Mm-hmm. Can you being your skin tone or somebody being white, somebody being another color, we're all equal. And God sees us as equal. He doesn't exactly. see white, he doesn't see black, he doesn't see red, anything. Um, another thing that was highlighted, has been highlighted that it aff- affecting the youth is um, now that, again, we're back to social media, there's issues of cyberbullying. Um, youth are being affected by, you know, trafficking. Um, you know, because now everybody's online. Now the, the, the predators now are looking at kids online. So we pray that, you know, as you're, if you're out there and you just develop uh, good social media habits mm-hmm. and speak to a grown-up if, you know, you, you have, you've been affected or someone is trying to target you, cyberbullying, if you're domestic violence, all those things, speak to, speak, to, speak to an adult, speak to someone who's responsible, even call law enforcement if you feel like you're, because it has, it has affected children and youth very uh, remarkably because we're all confined to our space. Reach out. We love you. Don't feel as if you're fighting this battle in this world alone. Yeah. We're all together. And if you feel as if you're being undermined in social media, then, you know, if you don't know us, you can check us on our website. Give us a call or shoot us yeah. an email. Right. We're here to talk with you because uh, we know that uh, everybody's struggling and everybody's being targeted in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. You know, Ken, me, I was bullied when I was 13, 14. Strictly bullied. Not that bullied of uh, you're ugly or, you know, you're fat. It kind of got physical at times. And uh, being somebody who was always joyful, it was like, why me? And I didn't know who to run to. I never told my parents. I never did. My parents never knew. My friends at church never knew. I would keep it to myself. And that ate me up. Mm. Till this day, I'm suffering the consequences of keeping that in my mind. So if you're a youth that's going through bullying or even at times, this right now it's social bullying, feel as if you're not alone. Reach out to somebody that you trust. If it's not your parents, then it's the pastor. If it's not the pastor, then it's a close friend. And even furthermore, reach out to God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God always listens. God loves you. Mm-hmm. I love you too. Yeah. And in turn, we hope that we will not all lose touch of reality. The reality is we are families. You, you come from a family. And the think the most important thing is how you think of yourself. It's not how you think people perceive of you. So just you are important. You are valuable to God. And that's the most important thing, regardless of how many likes you get, regardless of how many how people talk to you, regardless of if people bully you, God values you as a person. Exactly. Yeah. And we have to realize the world is now what it seems. There's a force fighting, yeah. good and evil. Uh, for SDAs, we call it the great controversy. But there's always good and evil fighting, God and devil. But the thing is, the devil is a defeated foe. Yeah. He has lost. So right now, if you're trying to fight that battle, why? Why are you fighting a battle that's been won? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, you know, as humans, we try to take matters into our own hands, but that's besides the point. If you feel that uh, 
there's an evil force that is always fighting and you have a double personality. At one place, you're acting like a Christian. At another place, you're acting like, you know, a worldly person. It's time for you to go to your knees and pray. Just ask God, talk with him. Feel as if he is your best friend, not TikTok. God is your best friend and the Bible is your manual. Yeah. That's how you should live. All right, yeah. Now, um, there's a vaccine out there. Yeah. <laughs> So the uh, just a disclaimer: the views expressed in this podcast are purely personal. We are not endorsing or not endorsing any of this subject. Thank so, you, Ken. Speaking of uh, the vaccine, I know there's a vaccine out there, and we, uh, we, you and I just chatted just a little bit about um, that. So, what is your opinion? Just your opinion. My opinion is uh, <laughs> okay. So the question you need to ask yourself: Should I take this vaccine? Is it safe? Now, by any means, you've heard me talk. I am not a medical professional. I'm not a doctor. Mm. <laughs> you can tell I work in the finance industry. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I did a little bit of research, very, very little research, that uh, for vaccine development is a long, complex process, often lasting 10 to 15 years and involving a combination of public and private involvement. Meaning that the vaccine takes time. But that's how it was in the older times. But now we're in the 21st century. So rightfully so, this vaccine has taken around nine or 10 months, mm -hmm. right? But we have new technology, new advancements. So I'm not really surprised that it has come out so quick, okay? Now, should I take it or not? Obviously, it's up to me, and that is my personal uh, decision. Right. But in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18... It says, come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Uh, you know, that's one thing. But also in another verse, it says, come and let us reason together. Right? So in this case, God has given you a mind to reason. It's giving you a mind to formulate ideas, mm -hmm. to come up with an answer. And even though you're not a human, or sorry, even though you're not a Christian, obviously we're all humans, <laughs> but uh, even right. though you're not a Christian, you've been given a mind to reason. Because it says, come now, let us settle the matter. Come now, let us reason. God is saying, I am God, but now let's reason together. Yeah. So you reason with yourself, you know, reason with God. Reason. Think about it. Don't just go and watch on Twitter something that somebody posted that, you know, somebody died from the vaccine. And now you think that's the news and now I should follow that. No. Pray. And if you don't believe in praying, think. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Fact check yourself. Look at the facts. Look at the, uh, do your research. And um, so you think this vaccine will bring normalcy back to our lives? And actually, well, you say you miss church, so I'm not going to ask you that. So, But do you think it will bring any sort of normalcy to you our see, lives? You see, I would hope so. I would hope so because the vaccine has been uh, something that when it's given to people, it builds the immunity to diseases. So I would hope that when we get the vaccine uh, for, for COVID-19, we're able to fight it off later on. But obviously, COVID mutates, if you didn't know, and COVID always changes. 
I so, thought you said you're not a medical professional. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop right there. <laughs> but go on. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> I would hope that it brings back normalcy, but our normal would not be the same normal that it was back then. Yeah. The normalcy will change. Mm-hmm. Can the things you were used to back then will not be the same mm-hmm. next year. Yeah. Cuz the world changes. So I think as humans we've been given the power to adjust and adapt. And even people who believe in the big bang theory they think we came from monkeys mm-hmm. so we've been given the power to adapt and you know grow and to become more you know you know useful to society but I don't believe in that uh theory in my opinion but what I do believe that we've been given the power to adapt to different environments yeah and again it depends on what's what's your normal what do you consider normal exactly so normal can be different from different people so we hope that your life goes back to normal whatever that is mm-hmm. whatever that and we hope it's a good thing it's a positive normal we hope that will all bring and uh, normal and and just interact man i miss not standing six feet from people i miss that i, I, <laughs> I miss not i miss hugging people and shaking mm-hmm. hands i think that's 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 normal i miss church just yeah. going to church and just pra- choir practice or yeah. you know those things so we hope that's the normal mm-hmm. some sort of normalcy but again mm-hmm. Uh, we pray that we'll, everybody will take care of themselves. Um, Kefa, any uh, any any parting shots? Any parting shots? Now, as we conclude. Yes, if I had to describe this year in a single word, I would say it's a reminder. It's a reminder that not everything is promised. Yeah. Your freedom is not promised. A reminder, yeah. Uh-huh. Your family life is not promised. Your friends who you love it's not promised it's a reminder that we need to always be grateful for each day don't just go through life aimlessly you know i wake up from my sleep i check whatsapp or i check twitter or check facebook i go and i eat a quick breakfast i watch tv it's like you get into this routine where you forget that you're supposed to be living living for something like what's your purpose what's why your are you on this earth Have you ever sat down and been like am I where I'm supposed to be? Is this where life is supposed to be? Is this where I'm supposed to lead as a person? Do I feel like this life is fulfilling? So it's a reminder. And I hope that uh, you may have the same, you know, mindset as well that this year was a reminder and not a curse. And for next year, it should be a better year filled with purpose and longing. So I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um I would describe this year as in two words, slow down. Okay. You know, slow down. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. It has taught me to slow down mm-hmm. and look at take a bigger picture and look at what's important. What is not important. Just it has taught me to just, you know, just look at things from a different perspective. I like to go fast, 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 but then slowing down has helped me think has helped me to search my words you know it has helped me to even be you know much more reflective i can reflect and look at things in a different way so that's how i describe this year. and I, someone asked me if if i traveled a year back what would you tell yourself kefa what would you tell if you traveled a year back just one year back, what would you tell yourself <laughs> <laughs> i'll be like kefa <laughs> watch out <laughs> 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 you know just be ready yeah uh i would i would tell myself man 
be alert be ready just don't always think that uh, each day is as it is always be prepared you know even as you go to a test you're prepared you've taken notes you've studied covid was a test man yeah you know covid was like it came out of nowhere and it was a test you never studied for <laughs> you even, and you don't even know if you'll pass and you don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uncertain yeah it's uncertain so i would tell myself watch out do some research get right with god mm. feel as if you're prepared for this uh snowstorm or this tornado of covid yeah but you'll come out alive right yeah you'll be fine mm-hmm. keep your head high and uh know that people love you yeah mm-hmm. I, i i would tell myself to plan with god mm-hmm because we make plans we we have you know vigorous plans we have four plans 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 but i think god says you know what i'm in charge mm-hmm. i make those plans not you so consult with me so i'll tell myself you know let me let god what is your plan for me what is your plan for my life so that's that is what i would tell myself um so final final word as we we have a part two of this podcast which we'll we'll talk about now in general terms other things that have impacted us uh personally and and what the future looks for the amazing truth podcast but before that what are your last words final words my final words to those who are listening is that uh 2020 was the year it was meant to be yeah. don't say that like uh 2020 was a waste or 2020 we should have just uh like skipped it you know god gave us this year for a reason it has taught us life lessons it has made us better people mm-hmm. and uh if you feel as if it's made you worst then uh, i'm here to remind you that even at your lowest you will, you will now learn and become even a better person so don't think that uh, all these life lessons that you learned were in vain i am so happy i went through this year Wow. I am so happy that I met people who I never thought I would meet. I am so happy that even though I was at home, I grew closer to Christ number 1. I grew closer to my family and I feel now that uh I have learned that I need to grow to my purpose and I need to keep on searching for it until God shows me what I'm supposed to do on this earth in the coming year. For me it would be um just slow down um reach out and mend relationships that you know have were ruined in 2020 and I look look at this year as a year of um redemption mm. redeem yourself from mm-hmm. whatever whatever it is just redeem right. yourself i think god was god is trying to t- tell me that you know just look at what's important fix what you can fix and trust trust in me and plan with me and that way in 2021 i would say that i was able to redeem myself in 2020 so as you reflect reflect with god as you reflect on this year and as you make plans for for next year remember that god is in control and god knows what is in in it for 2021 so that was a reflections 2020 the highs the lows and the in between so I want to th- thank Kefa Kefa it's it's all it's always a pleasure to to sit and chat with you uh look forward for for part 2 of this uh episode 
and uh, we are great. We are we're grateful that you're able to listen. God bless you, and we love you all. This is amazing truth. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Amazing Truth Podcast. We hope you were blessed as you listened. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. God bless you, and see you on the next one. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Real issues, real talk.